when faced with the familiar story of Martha and Mary, it's the desire of most preachers, this one included, to explain Jesus's actions, to talk about hospitality, to talk about distractions and how we're supposed to know the difference. It is our desire to explain why we should all be good Marys, to avoid being distracted Marthas. It's a good desire we preachers have, and it often pans out into a very nice sermon. It's true, I suppose. You, of course, already know that we live in a time and a place riddled with distractions. Every one of you who will check your blackberries during the course of this sermon, you know who you are. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And the rest of you, I'm sure, have a good sense of it, too. You, of course, don't need this preacher to tell you that we need to look around with more intentionality, to notice Christ within our midst. I don't need to remind you that we Marthas need to put down our potato peelers and our dish rags and lose the martyr attitude. We've heard that sermon already. Heck, I've preached that sermon already. <laughs> The one where I remind you to find Christ in your midst and pay closer attention, cut out the distractions, and sit at his feet. But the sermon I haven't heard yet is about what a crummy dinner guest Jesus really was. <laughs> I mean it. Think about it. Every time he goes somewhere, from the Pharisee's house a few weeks ago to Mary and Martha's place this morning, he is flinging the flaws of his hosts in their faces. It's easy to take when he's criticizing the Pharisee's lack of warmth. He was, after all, a Pharisee, a biblical straw man. In that story and in all of the stories about those Pharisees, we root for Jesus the Pharisees wanted Jesus to stick to the law above else, placing the law above love, above community. I like hearing Jesus remind the Pharisee that the woman with costly ointment was doing the right thing, and that eating with tax collectors and sinners is the way of ushering in the kingdom of God. In light of the gospel as we know it, the Pharisees were so clearly and obviously wrong. Jesus' rudeness to his hosts in that context, that was justified. But Martha is not a Pharisee. Martha's one of the good guys. She's one of Jesus' friends. This one stings a little bit. Martha and Mary are his companions. And Martha is so like us. She's working hard. She has a good heart. She's doing the right thing. Jesus said, after all, be like the good Samaritan. Do unto others. Welcome the stranger. Be prepared. Martha is doing all that. And she's doing it for Jesus. Martha is doing her part to usher in the kingdom of God, just like we've been told to. Just like we do. And yet, according to Jesus, she just isn't doing it right. In her own home, while she is cooking his meal, he says these things to her. You're distracted, Martha. Sit down. Cool it. 
Why? What's going on here? Didn't he just say in last week's gospel about the Good Samaritan that we're supposed to take care of people? And in a few weeks ago, we heard that we're supposed to always offer hospitality. How in the world are we supposed to get this right if Jesus keeps changing the rules? How in the world are we supposed to know if we've chosen the better part? The truth is, my friends, and this is hard to take, we don't know. We don't have the answers. We don't know if we've chosen the better part. It's a lot of work, for example, keeping up with the least and the lost and the lonely. It's a lot of work loving and feeding and healing and clothing and cleaning. And if we are a community that loves one another, we will be keeping one another accountable, reminding each other gently and with love to keep working, keep doing to better the world around us, to make the world a place that God not only loves, but is proud of. But that's a lot of doing, isn't it? That's a lot of being the Good Samaritan and the oil-bearing woman, and a lot of being Martha, loud-mouthed and passionate and doer. But our gospel reminds us that our Savior is a finicky dinner guest who asks a lot of his hosts. Our gospel this morning reminds us that we have to listen, to ask. We have to be willing to be taught. We have to take time to pray and not just when we need something. We have to be attentive to the world around us, God's world sometimes in a way that lets the doing go for just a little while. Sometimes we have to say no to our blackberries and our checklists, no to our potato peelers and our mops in order to just sit at the feet of Christ. This gospel disrupts our sense of how to do Christian out in the world. In the last several years, we have sent teams, groups of our youth out into foreign places to be pilgrims. And being pilgrims means just that, being. They are not building houses. They are not taking care of children. They are not feeding the homeless. They are not doing any of the hands-on mission work we think of when we think of kids on church trips. We send out those mission trips as well. We send our kids out in the, to the world to learn how to be the hands and feet of Christ. Those kids build and do and paint and care. They are Martha's in the world. Our pilgrims are listening. They are sitting at the feet of Christ and growing in their faith. They are asking important questions. They are learning to be okay without the answers our missioners are building. They are using their hands and their feet to make the world a better place. And in this way, our kids are mixing their Marys with their Marthas. Lucky for us, All Saints is exploring how to replicate both pilgrims and mission journeys for adults. We'll be figuring out how to offer these experiences for those of us who need to toss in some Martha to our Mary and vice versa. We will be learning how to be without doing. 
In the meantime, I invite you to talk to our youth. Seek them out. See what they've learned on their pilgrimages. See what they've built on their mission trips. Come to an adult formation class on a subject you know nothing about and just sit, be taught. Volunteer with threads. Use your hands as well as your ears. Give yourself the gift of time to listen and and do action in the world and just be present to Christ in your life. A dinner party with the Messiah will have some uncomfortable moments. You can be sure of that. Jesus will, against all Miss Manners rules, talk about religion and politics. Jesus will ask questions without always providing answers. When we make the choice to invite Jesus over, we are chancing that we will be challenged. Whether you are a Pharisee or a Samaritan or a Mary or a Martha, chances are pretty good Jesus has a challenge for you. Chances are he is going to take the box of your life and turn it upside down and shake it and dump you out on the ground. Point out how you can do better, be better, serve better, love better. But no one ever said that following the gospel was easy. No one ever claimed that the answers were clear or plain. But there is good news. The good news is that in all of our trying in our stumbling and our picking ourselves up, in our being dumped out and refilling, in our Martha-ing and Mary-ing, we improve. The community grows. The gospel spreads. The kingdom comes. God's will is done. Amen. Amen.